welcome to Resilience Unraveled. I'm your host, Dr. Russell Thackeray. This podcast is a result of my fascination with health issues, resilience, performance, mental health, accountability and critical thinking, along with many of the other obsessions I bump into in my life. I spend my time working with highly successful teams, organisations and people, and this podcast introduces their remarkable stories, as well as my synthesis of the key issues, tips and strategies to thrive in life. If you find this podcast useful, you can also find other information at qedod.com or russellthackeray.com. Stay tuned to the end for details of how to order a free ebook. Enjoy the podcast. So today I'm talking to Nikki Irvin. And Nikki is somewhere exotic, somewhere glamorous, somewhere amazing. Where are you, Nikki? I'm here in Jacksonville, Florida. I'm actually a, a New Zealander, but I'm living here in Florida at the moment. So how come, I mean, that's almost the opposite side of the world, isn't it? How come a, a Kiwi, that's right, is living in, in Jacksonville, of all places? Isn't that where all the oranges come from or something? Oh, totally. They totally are. Um, I'm actually here with my husband. Um, he's being posted here with the Royal Air Force. So we're here for a, a four-year posting, and we're halfway through. Wow. Yeah. Fantastic. How interesting. So what is, what is it that you do? Well, what I do is I guess I'm an author mm-hmm. and I'm a creator of a, a program called Empowering Me. Okay. And what I do in Empowering Me is help parents, families um, who have loved ones with disability or challenge, or they may be called special needs, just to help them find their purpose in life. Not only the, the child or the loved one, but also the parents, because the parents get lost along the way, yeah. um, when they, especially when they're caring 24-7 for their child. I mean, it's that old, that old thing about who cares for the carer. It's, 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 yeah. it's unappreciated sometimes, isn't it? Oh, yes. And I think you are so focused, and I'm speaking from direct experience here, um, so focused on your child that you forget about yourself. So tell me how you tell me tell me how you got into this thing. This thing, um, yeah. it really goes back about two two decades when my son was born, or actually not long after, um, and he contracted um, bacterial meningitis. Right. And in that moment, my life just three eight or three sixty and roundabout and ended one eighty somewhere else, yeah. <laughs> and. Um, I became totally focused on him and what I was doing was trying to fix him. Right, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah I went into a, the crusader fixer mother mode, super mum. Yeah. And, um, and I spent all my time and energy there. And um, it took me all over the world. And it took me right into the deepest part of my heart and soul. Right. It must be, yeah. Yeah. And so um, we, um, yeah, it's been, like I said, two decades of, um, I guess, navigating my way back to me. Right. I guess that's what, why I've called the program Empowering Me. It's, it's about helping others find themselves again so that then they are fully resourced so that they can then help their loved one fully. Because it's, it's interesting, isn't it? We do live our lives as a series of roles almost, don't we? That's, you know, you're, you're, 
you sort of you're, you're sort of indi- individual, then you become a partner, then you become a wife, or a, and then you become a mother. And I suppose that's all that's all sort of part of the script in a way. But it seems as, as, I suppose that I suppose you're not meant to be a carer at such at such an early age in that sense. Well, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I guess I tried to I, I tried to do them all. Right. I, and that's what I, I'm saying. I'm tried, um, and I, I, I didn't, I didn't succeed really, to be honest, in a lot of ways. Um, you know, I, I, um, I suffered in my first marriage, and we both went our separate ways. And and you know, fortunately, you know, we can come back and we're, we're we get on well now. But um, yeah, I, I lost me. I mean, a friend said to me some time ago, "Well, where are you, Nikki?" And it's like actually, it was quite a profound question. You know, it was like, where are you? And it's like, yeah, somewhere in here I am. But yeah, I've, um, I guess it's taken time, time to reflect, time to soul search, time to um, uh, just, yeah, just find my way back to me. I think that's the only way I can really put it. And and do you find that, and and are you coming back to you? Are you inventing a new you? How how does that work? I think as a child, we're probably all born with all this potential and then through life, di- different trauma, um, conditioning, just conditioning of society, our parents, that comes into play. And I guess we get, um, well, what happened with me is I, I stopped certain emotions. I didn't want to, um, I didn't want to feel emotion and, and, and I guess the saying um, that was always said to me as a child was, oh, you'll be okay, just just get on with it, you know. And so, and well, indeed, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, and, and indeed that's what I did. I just got on with it. And I, I guess there was a whole lot of different things that were uh, stored within me that I hadn't allowed to be expressed. So, so that's interesting. Um, so when we talk about resilience and what you're going through, that's a common phrase. Do you think it has any usefulness, that sort of get-over-yourself-toughen-up type thing? I'm just interested. Uh, well, I see it... I mean, it got me through my childhood, I suppose, in some respects. Yeah. Um, but I've had to deal with it. I've had to actually feel those emotions. Um, yeah. So, sorry, this is a roundabout way to say probably not. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, probably not for me in my circumstances. But then, in, in saying that, Russell, I am where I am today because of those experiences. Yes. So, so I don't regret any of it. Um, yeah. I don't hold any blame for anyone. Or um, I, 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 I've got peace. I've come to peace with all, all what happened. You know. Um, yes. Yeah, so I feel, I feel it's all being. It's all part of me. So is that all part of? So you've described, you know, closing down your emotions, all that sort of stuff. Is yeah. that all part of becoming resilient enough to cope with what's going on? Were there any other strategies you used? Um, or is I it literally, I, are you sort of making it up as you go along almost? Well, I, well, you know what? That's a bit like that, Russell, for me. Um, I, I, te- I tend to um, test the waters. Um, and certainly, like Thomas, with... If I go back to Thomas, when he was when he got the bacterial meningitis, he um, well, the doctor said to me, "Look, best you don't worry about Thomas. Move on with your next child." Oh wow! And 
Yeah, and not, not quite in those words, but that was the feeling. And it was like, wow, no, 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 no one's going to tell me that that's the scenario or the, the outcome for my young, my young son. So that's when the um, I can do anything, the resilient, you know, the, I'll turn this into a positive type person, the half full girl, you know, the half full glass came into action and wanted to... Um, Prove them wrong in a way. <laughs> and I suppose you have to you have to model that for your son, don't you? You've got to model that sort of optimism and that positivity. Otherwise, they they can be brought down as well, can't they? Well, true. And I mean, I mean, Thomas is he he communicates in a very different way. So he's not sitting here telling me um, in words. He tells me in his emotions and his behaviours, yeah. and. Um, uh, yeah, mainly his emotion and behaviours, and he's now got another way of communicating, which is through oracle cards. So, so he he can't speak uh, other than a few single words. Yeah, yeah. So, so I guess I've always had that. Um, I guess it's the hope, the faith that that um, anything I go through is for learning or for betterment of myself. Yes. Yeah. So, so you've obviously gone through a cycle, but but you've been working and and doing things all this time. You, 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 I mean, you have been actually superwoman almost, haven't you? So you built a career as well, haven't you? And obviously built on the built on the um, built on the experiences that you're, you're you're taking part in, I suppose. Yes, I mean, initially I trained as an accountant and um, and and found. You know, I enjoyed it to a certain extent, but, you know, there was one time when someone said to me, oh, Nikki, what do you really want to do? And I was yeah. like, yeah, okay. You can feel my heart and soul's not really in here, but, I mean, it was, it was, it was good for me. Um, it, was, um, it got me into Asia and, and different places and, and enjoyed that. But then, you know, the wheels, well, the, the universe had another idea for me when Thomas got his meningitis, and, and that, that's when the the world turns up upside down for me. And I think it's fascinating now, isn't it? Because I mean, you, speak, you speak very effortlessly about this idea of actually having more than one career because, you know, you've done, you've, you've been a mum, then you've been a carer, then you've obviously, I'm guessing the caring thing's not going to go away in a hurry. But, um, but you're also now an author and such like. And it, it, probably when you thought back all those years ago, that wasn't the way you, you were constructing your life at the beginning. And, and there's a lot of talk, isn't there, about having a plan and having a goal and having aims. But life has a nasty habit of sort of, rearing its head I suppose isn't it? oh totally agree I 100% agree I mean look I I was that young girl that was very ambitious um, wanted to do extremely well in, in um, finance and, and accounting and, and, and the likes yes couldn't wait to be married couldn't wait to have children yes and in New Zealand we talk about the the house with the white white picket fence the two plus the two plus four children two plus four (laughs) sorry two plus no sorry sorry, let me get that right 2.4 child oh yeah yeah yeah. we have the same thing over here (laughs) but yeah so um we talked about that, um, and and that was in, indeed my my aspiration for life. Yeah. And you know, you'd happily set up into the uh, sunset, and and your children become you know global, educated young people, and they would contribute in the world. And so that was yeah, that was the dream I had until that time when Thomas got ill, and um, 
yeah, that was shattered. Yes. And, yeah. And a lot of people describe this, that word, they use that word shattered, don't they? Everything almost shatters in that one second. And, and then it's a process of rebuilding. Yeah, and I mean, that's... So how do, you be, how do you begin that? By breathing. Right, okay. I, I went back to the, this, the simplicity of breathing um, yeah. and actually learning how to breathe properly. Yeah. And I mean, that sounds so silly in a way, but because um, we do it automatically, but yeah. I needed to learn to breathe out. Yeah, because I used to take very shallow breaths. Yeah. So I needed to learn how to breathe out and actually um, take time for myself. Yes. And, you know, now I have the practice of, you know, daily meditation and prayer and walk in nature and, you know, journal, you know, writing in my journal. So, that way of um, yeah, I've got I've got to a place where I'm a comfortable. Um, not that, no, actually not comfortable. I'm joyous in life. I'm actually really enjoying life now. Um, and yes, I can have that. Even though my son isn't here with me, um, he's he's forging independence for himself in the way he can. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, he has other carers and support workers with him. Yeah. You know. They're, they're, um, I have long arms from Florida to New Zealand. <laughs> yeah. I'm able to support, but just in a different way than I was. Yeah, and I suppose he's uh, technically uh, an adult now, so he, yes. he's so he's able to access different forms of support and care. Yes, and, and I mean that's will always be guided by someone like myself um, mm. because there's a way he knows his rights, but he can't communicate them yeah. clearly. To, to people and um, fortunately we have some wonderful people there um, you know caring and supporting him and empowering him indeed yeah. yeah and so you've talked about journaling and meditation and breathing and such like and all those complementary techniques add to I mean they're all quite modern aren't they but they, they sort of add to the toolkit don't they so how, how did you begin to um, bump into those sorts of ideas well, look, it, it really went back to, and actually I've just been writing about it today, so how fortuitous. Um, really, one day in, in Hong Kong, I was walking along the street in Hong Kong, very busy, and um, I just um, didn't collapse, but I just started to cry. Right. And I didn't, I, I didn't know why, couldn't stop it, couldn't, couldn't hide, couldn't do anything. And so I found my way to a natural health practitioner. And um, she said to me, oh, physically, you're okay, but we need to look at bit of this, this, and this. But I really think you need to start looking into your mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Yes. And that's really where it started. And I just started my search. Yeah. And I, I, I could probably say I'm a, a searcher, I'm a seeker. I'm, you know, my mind is busy, always wanting to try and find new things. And so that's what I did. And, and uh, and a lot of people talk about the mental and the emotional side, but very rarely talk so candidly about the spiritual side. So could you talk a bit more about that? Well, like I said, I think I said earlier was that I felt, you know, I'm a half full girl, um, glass. Um, I always felt that something had my back. Um, I went to a, a Christian boarding school um, I knew God as, as a, 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 um, a person. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but then I started looking at other avenues and so, um, and sort of, I just, just reading different books, different, um, masters out there and seeing what 
or reading what resonated with me. Um, yep. What does this feel true to me? No, no. Next thing, move on. But really, it it just it's just come back to the belief that I have that there is um, someone, something, mm-hmm. uh, a universe, a divine presence, angel looking after me, and knowing that you know all will be okay, and actually all is okay. So right. it's that idea of something bigger than yourself, in a way. Yes. Yeah. It, there's a plan that I even, you know, on my mind, I could try and plan, which I did. I planned this lovely life for myself and my 2.4 children. Um, but the pl- that my plan wasn't the plan. <laughs> and, it's, and it's fascinating, isn't it? Because I, I, I think people under, undervalue the spiritual side. And people get, can get very bent out of shape about whether that's organized religion or just this idea of something else. And, 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 you know, I don't see any, I really don't see any point, any problem with this idea that people can have a spirituality about them. And, you know, and we know that prayer is a very, prayer and meditation are awfully similar things when you look at them really, aren't they? And oh, it is- well, from my perspective, they are. I guess some people may argue to argue on that point, but for me, that's, that's, yeah, that's the intention I have each day is to be in that space, that that um, contemplative space where it's just for me, me, me with the universe, me with God, me with divine, whoever that that person, that presence is. And so for me, it's been it's super important. And it's interesting as well because one of the most po- you know one of the most frequently used things in um, positive psychology and things is the idea of gratitude, which of course is. Oh. At the heart of prayer, isn't it? So it's it is it is interesting how people get quite so um, tortured about this idea um, without realizing the sort of irony of the you know using these modern techniques, but actually some of them are pretty you know pretty embedded and you know in our in our culture, um, in our psyche, going back thousands of years. Oh, totally agree with that. I mean, just just that simple practice of of having um gratitude for thomas being with me and and, you know and just the the sunshine and all those things gosh it just brings it opens your heart doesn't it it just opens your heart and um more willing to share i think i think what we need really is more people sharing their vulnerabilities and and what's happening for them yeah, it's okay. It's okay to be, you know, to be vulnerable and such like, isn't it? And and I, and and obviously you've you've written a book, and that's great. What 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 led you to the idea that writing a book would be useful? What was your sort of motivation for it? Well, actually, the day, um, well, the the weeks after when Thomas was ill, I went searching, and so that mind of me went searching for a book, and all I got was negative stuff out there. And I thought, you know what, this is going to be an empowering um, journey. And indeed, I'm, it is a journey for me. I mean, when I f- it took 15 years, would you believe, to write my first book. No. Um, and indeed, I, I was blocked writing, really, because actually it went back to my childhood when someone said, no, you're not a writer, Nikki. And, and so it took me, it's taking me time to get over that. But um, so in those 15 years, it, it was a labor of love, really. But I wanted to get some positive feedback out there. Um, a positive, yeah, there are triumphs within raising some, a young man with disability. Yes, yes it's hard. Yes, you have, you're driven to the, the depths. And yet there's, there's simple joys. And, and that's what he really taught me is to celebrate those small things, those you know, Thomas, 
you know, couldn't walk at a time and he was able, then able to get out of bed and, and wake me up in the night. Now, most people would be annoyed with that, but for me, that was a simple, you yeah. know, um, highlight and, you know, and his hemiplegia down one side and he'd give me a two-handed or two-armed hug and just those precious moments. And yeah. so I wanted to get that out there. And yeah. actually the book, Trust Life's Journey is very raw. Um, the books that are in process now come from a more joyous space. So, um, so, but they are real as well. You know, I, I, I can talk about the, um, these, these dark days, but knowing that there are light days. Yes, and that's the point, isn't it? And I think, and I suppose when you were looking for those books in the first place, it was all about dark days. It was, it was probably very mechanistic and how you access things. But there's an emotional journey, journey you're going as a care, any carer at, of any age, you know, a parent or a child, you know. And, and, so, and so you said that, so I'm guessing part of writing the book is cathartic, so it's useful for other people, it's great for you. And it, was this the beginning of the journey of finding yourself again? Then? Yes. Indeed it was. So do you find yourself full afterwards? Sorry, did you, was finding yourself part of it or did it come from it? Did one liberate the other? It probably did. It was, it was part of the journey. It was all one liberate. It was each moment. Um, each moment has allowed me to be more of me and yeah. therefore liberated the next. So, you know, the analogy of an onion peeling back the onion layer. So, I, I you know, pieces were falling out as I was... I had the courage, I guess, um, to expose certain um, vulnerabilities that I had. Um, you know, the fear of not being a good mum, the fear of um, Thomas being lost to the world of medicine. You know, just lots of things. As these, as the onion peeled back, you know, there's that juicy bit in the middle. <laughs> but uh, the reason, the reason I'm, I'm thinking about that is that we've had guests on before who've talked about the power of journaling. And you mentioned this, but also writing is part of the journaling. And often authors have written because they've journaled and yes. vice versa. And so you obviously found the writing process itself useful as part of finding yourself. Oh, totally. And sometimes I'm totally surprised by what comes out. <laughs> but it, I've recently um, learned a new technique and it's really about writing fast with certain music. And my goodness, it's, it's quite incredible, the process of allowing um, that, those deeper words, those deeper, um, more vulnerable words to be shared. Yeah. So that, that's in process now. <laughs> so, that's another, you, and that's another book, no doubt, is it? <laughs> oh, well, there's three, would you believe? I mean, it's crazy, really, but um, they're, they're short and concise. They're not big novels. They're just, yeah. And so if, I, there's, I, if there's people out there who want to get their hands on your words of wisdom and you know, a really interesting perspective on this journey. Um, I mean, I'm looking at the site called trustlifesjourney.com. Is that the best place to start? Um, well, it's one place to start, but the, probably the best place to start is my um, website called nicolairvine.com. Okay, so that's I-R-V-I-N-E.com. Yes. Very good. And, uh, and obviously you've got two books that I can see, Trust Life's Journey and uh, Communication His Way. Yes. And you say you have more on the stocks. Well, yes, they're in. Well, they're um, being reviewed at the moment, so I'm in my review process of them. And so, hopefully next year, maybe one by the end of the year. But yeah. And so, a person reading these books will get 
a balanced sort of view of, of a journey? Practical tips and helps as well, perhaps? Yes, there's definitely some tips in there. So certainly there's been some very transformational uh, tools that I've learned along the way that have helped me. Mm. And indeed, I want others to be helped by. So yeah, so certainly within that, there is those, um, those tools, yeah. And there's more clues on how you reconnect with your own self, I'm, I'm guessing. <laughs> well, is, that, is that right? Oh, the, real, the real you. Yeah, the real you. Yes, get back into it. Um, and um, yeah, and to be able to live with joy, you know, just to, yeah, be in, in this moment, which is quite joyous. Yeah. Yes. That's really interesting. One of my relatives is um, experiencing something similar, but uh, with an older parent. But um, I might, po- well, I will point her in the direction of this book because I think. A lot of it will echo with her, but she's sort of, I think that's the point that you were at, where you struggle on your own. And it's nice to have, it's nice to have a voice that you can recognise as actually experience that these things for themselves. And isn't just complaining about it, but saying, actually, you know, there are, there are, you know, gains and losses on both sides of the equation, aren't there? Oh, indeed. Uh, exactly. I mean, for me, I found out, you know, the poor me syndrome wasn't going to work for me. So I needed to get out and do something. Yeah. Um, Yes, I, I mean along the way, I've you know we've I've worked with friends and, and family, um, and they've supported me and 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 some of the way, um, but a lot of it has been self self exploration. Yeah, obviously a remarkable person. <laughs> thank you very much. That's very kind. Well, look, thank you so much. It's been really inspirational, and um, I think it's I think it's really unusual because actually you've you've, you've got to deal with your own resilience. You've got to build your son's resilience. You know, I'm, you know, I think it's absolutely fascinating, the idea of how you recreated yourself as, um, you know, as an author. I think it's really inspirational. So thank you really so much for spending time with us today. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm very grateful for this opportunity, Russell. Thank you very much for the invitation. You take care. We hope you found today's podcast useful. If you did, why not subscribe and listen to our other podcasts? We would love it if you could leave us a review. To access our resilience coaching, contact us at info at qedod.com. And finally, if you'd like to download our free resilience ebook, go to qedod.com slash free ebook. Thanks for listening.